Good morning. You're listening to Community In-Depth on AM 1460 KDWA. We have uh, clinical hypnotist Cindy Lasher uh, in studios uh, for her monthly program. And Cindy, before we uh, took the break, we are talking about uh, the total cost for phobias and anxiety and all that fun stuff and what people have done, you know, putting the time and money and all the effort to cure their phobias and cure, help cure their anxieties. Why don't you kind of go through those stats again? Oh, that's, sure. That's kind of weird. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and as we already discussed as well, the the, the real cost to somebody um, is something that's less tangible. It's the opportunities that they're missing out on their lives. It's the feeling of being in a prison mm-hmm. and not being able to be out in society, not being able to eat dinner with your with your parents in a restaurant, not being able to get on that plane and go visit your relatives, not being able to stand up in your workplace and deliver that presentation and get noticed and get your promotion. So those costs um, are intangible, but the American Psychological Association says that of the people who carefully follow their treatment plan, most patients will begin to improve noticeably noticeably within 8 to 10 sessions, which is an estimated cost of $800 to $1,000 at $100 an hour. Uh, And, of course, 20 hours of, you know, traveling to and from, you know, all that cost as well. The American Psychiatric Association states that if you carefully follow their outline treatment plan, you can expect noticeable improvement in 10 to 20 weeks. A tremendous improvement, they say, in one year. And at an estimated cost of $100 an hour, um, about $5,000, plus again the travel time. That's crazy. Yeah. As I stated, the the program that I use, it's three sessions. And the total cost for that is $330. That includes also receiving a recorded session that you can use to continue to keep yourself desensitized should other things happen to you in the future or events are coming up. Say now, you know, five years from now, you're, you're getting married and you're a bit nervous about, about the wedding coming up. Hey, that, that disc that I've given you, you should keep for your entire life and it will help to desensitize you to any event that's coming up, any situation that's coming up. And uh, right now, if people go out to my website at uh, www.mn-hypnosis.com, I have an introductory special. I'm offering not only a free consultation, but a free relaxation session. I will actually put you into hypnosis uh, as part of that introductory offer for free, give you a relaxation uh, session so that you can experience hypnosis, find out what it feels like, and find out a little bit more on uh, whether or not it's for you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it always about a three session that you'll see 
that rarely, rarely do I need to see someone for anxieties or phobias for more than three sessions. I, once I think I saw somebody for five sessions, but I, I honestly, I, I think he had become what we call a hypno junkie <laughs> because by the fifth session, I was kind of like, um, what exactly do you want me to hypnotize you for? <laughs> he just really enjoyed it. He just it. enjoys it a he lot. He just really enjoyed it. And um, then uh, I had the person make the statement to me after three sessions that they had gotten further with me in three sessions than they had in four years of talk therapy. And I wanted to touch on that because talking about, there, there is a, a rule, a school of thought that says that talking about these issues doesn't help and that can be understood by understanding that you're you're you have a thought pattern and rather than talking about that thought pattern and continuing to go over the same neural pathways which can more deeply ingrain that thought pattern what you need to do is interrupt it and break it collapse that anchor and that's what i'm talking about doing okay now um Go back to the girl that uh, was afraid to eat in public. Mm -hmm. Did she notice results right away, or is it after the third one? No, she noticed results after the very first one. Is that uh, typical that people are noticing like a big difference like that? Yes, yeah, that's typical. And that there is there is a level of relief after the very first one. So is it one of those deals where maybe they don't have to go to the second or the third one, or you always... No, because it is a procedure. It's a process. Okay. The first thing I do is desensitize them. I want to give them some immediate relief. I want them to feel better. Okay. Good heavens. They've been in this prison for, you know, years. Most of them, have, you know, have been dealing with this for years mm -hmm. by the time they come to see me. Um, so I want to get them some relief. And often it's, it's an issue where, you know, this is affecting a functional area of their life. So I want to at least give them back a portion of that functionality as much as I can, as quickly as I can. Now, the, the, the phobia is not broken at that point. I haven't collapsed the anchor. I haven't reinforced the new thought patterns, the new patterns of behavior. Okay. And those are what we do then in the subsequent sessions. Okay. And then uh, what happens in the second and the third ones? Mm -hmm. The first session, like I said, okay. desensitized to the emotion, the emotional reaction. Okay, and then it's just a kind of a building process. The there. second session, we collapse the anchor, okay. remove the association, and then we start to future pace. And are those all just one-hour sessions, or how long? The does first it session with me is always ninety minutes. Okay. Yeah, because I, I take no a, a long history. Yeah, no matter what you're coming to see me for, I plan on ninety minutes for the first session because I want to understand what's going on with you. Okay. Everybody's unique. Even though phobias, fears, anxieties, they all form the same way, how you experience that, how you experience your phobia, your anxiety, that's unique to you. And so I'm going to be most effective by understanding what your experience is, what you're thinking, what your thought patterns are, what triggers it, how you feel in your body, because you're, you're, you will experience this not just in your mind, but in your body. So how does your body somaticize? Um, that phobic or anxiety reaction, um, those are the things that I want to understand so that that way we have a benchmark together. And I say, okay, these things are the things that should improve. On a scale of 1 to 10, where is this right now? Where is this right now? Where is this right now? And then session by session, we take a look at those things that we agree are benchmarks for deciding whether or not the, the phobia has improved. And we look at how, how that number comes down from an 8 to a four to um, zero. 
How about like when people have like panic attacks and stuff like that? Is that all cured the same way it's, with yeah, the anxi- yeah. anxiety yes. and stuff like that? Yeah, I've I've had a lot of people who have panic attacks. Is that kind of like the number one kind of like besides the public speaking, like the panic attack type anxiety? Is that probably like the number two anxiety? Would you say? Or? Mm, I don't. There, I don't think so. I don't have statistics on that in front of me. Uh, I see more commonly, um, and it depends, you know, on what someone feels is a panic attack, because okay. some people um, are more sensitive than others. You know, but certainly a, a sense of heightened anxiety, depending okay. on, on your definition of, is that a panic attack for you, or is that just a sense of heightened anxiety? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how about uh, maybe um, other, do you have any other stories that uh, come to mind that yeah. uh, you have helped cure maybe a phobia or an anxiety or anything like that? I have a story that comes to mind, and as we were talking about thought patterns and the importance of interrupting thought patterns, this story uh, comes to mind. And this was not a client of mine, a colleague of mine who has, uh, he had a practice out in Beverly Hills, and he was working with a very famous Hollywood woman, um, can't say the name, but she was reclusive and she had shut herself up into her mansion for like eight years. Her daughter and her daughter's husband lived in the mansion, and she occupied her bedroom suite area. And she hadn't come past her bedroom door in like eight years. And she had seen, you know, obviously, you know, a number of people. She had a lot of money. She'd, you know, seen psychiatrists and, and contacted my colleague. He's a hypnotherapist. He went to the same school as I did. He had to come to her house in order to work with her because she wouldn't come out of the bedroom. And initially, she wouldn't even open the bedroom door. He had to work with her through the closed bedroom door. All right. And he, this took some time. This took longer than three sessions. (laughs) I'd assume so. (laughs) Yes. And the first thing that he worked with her on was to stop, to interrupt her thought patterns because she had terrible negative thought patterns going on that were keeping her in there. And so she needed to stop those, to interrupt those. And so he taught her a technique called stop and replace. Anytime you hear yourself saying those negative things to yourself, stop and literally say out loud, stop and snap your fingers and stop that thought pattern in its tracks, interrupt it. And this is an NLP technique, interrupting that thought pattern and then replace it with the opposite, a positive opposite thought. And in, I think he said eight weeks, it was seven or eight weeks, um, very, very shortly, he had her opening her bedroom door and coming out into the living room processions. And actually one day she showed up at his office. Wow. So uh, within a period of weeks resolved a situation that had been going on for eight years. Huh. These are powerful techniques. And she uh, actually got on Larry King and, and talked about it. Uh, yeah, she had her first interview in like ten years on Larry King and talked about it. Yeah, that's more like a fear of public speaking, though, with that going on like that. Um, that's agoraphobia. It's agoraphobia. Yeah, yeah, which l- literally translated means fear of the marketplace. But agoraphobia is when you can't leave your house. Huh. Do you do agoraphobia calls? I haven't had the call Not to yet. do one, but <laughs> I may after this show, huh? <laughs> That'd be, you know, I mean, it, I mean it's, a, it's kind of a, could be kind of considered as a disease as well. 
Could well, you say it, yeah, anxiety absolutely. and stuff it's, like that? Yeah. Well, and that's why you need the medical referral. Okay. Because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist, and it is classified in the DSM-4, yes. Is there like a, an, a, a symptom for like an, an anxiety attack or anything like that? What would be kind of like a... A symptom of well, it, it it engages your autonomic your 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 nervous system your your sympathetic nervous system, which as we've discussed in the past, your sympathetic nervous system gets you prepared for fight or flight. So yeah. you're going to have the reactions that you'd expect with that. You're going to your breathing is going to get quicker. Your heart is going to to pound. Uh, as your brain waves speed up, because that's what happens when you have anxiety, your brain waves get faster and faster and faster. The frequency gets higher. Um, you, your ability to think well and have good recall goes away, which is what happens to our test anxiety people. Uh, they've, they've had a bad experience in a test, and so that, that phobia, that fear has formed, that anxiety has formed. And when you're in an anxiety situation, your ability to have good recall is tremendously compromised, which then, of course, just reinforces their fear of a testing situation. What would be a test for anxiety? What's a test for yeah. anxiety? It, it's based on the person's perceptions and, and what they okay. what they self-report. Is there a test that you maybe maybe try and do, or is, can you test anxiety if, like, you maybe ask? Uh, if they have seen a doctor for anxiety, is there something that you can do to test to see how bad it is if they have, or do they have to, no matter what, go to a it's, referral? It's just based on self-reporting, yeah. Okay. As far as their level of anxiety. And, and it's again, it's very individual. Okay. What's the appeal for speaking opportunities? Oh, yes. I, I wanted to just put it out there that I am available to talk Okay. At, for groups, uh, small groups, large groups. On any of the topics that we've discussed here on the show, um, anxiety issues, sports hypnosis, and of course next month we're doing smoking, um, smoking. stress release. I also um, I speak on happiness uh, and happiness. how to be happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, so everything basically you do with your clinical hypnosis, anxiety, fears, phobias, uh, smoking... Um, weight loss. Weight yep. loss. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the uh, success maybe with anxiety with a group atmosphere? I would not, not hypnotize people for anxiety in a group atmosphere. Okay. It's very much individualized work. Now, I can do group work for stress. Okay. To reduce stress. Not only to do hypnosis session for reduction of stress, but also to teach people in a group environment what they can do themselves to reduce stress. And I do that at the local community colleges. I do teach okay. that at Normandale and Inver Hills. So I would be more than happy to bring that into a workplace setting or whatever group is interested. Gotcha. Anything that we didn't touch on about uh, anxiety, the hypnosis with anxiety and stuff like that, that you wanted to make sure um, you wanted to get covered? Well, I think it's important for people to understand that this is a message of hope. So many people live with these anxieties and there's phobias and fears, and they really do get the message because, as I said, they're, they're on the medicine. The medicine still isn't doing what they need it to, to do, and people just get the feeling that this is just something I'm going to have to live with, as we discussed when we mm -hmm. before the show. you know, A lot of people just think they have to just suck it up and live with it, and you really don't. The mind forms associations like that. 
It's designed to. Mm -hmm. When you know how the mind forms those associations, you can also collapse them just as quickly, just as easily. All right. You want to mention your introductory special again and then how people can get a hold of you. Absolutely. Go to my website at mn-hypnosis.com, www.mn-hypnosis.com. There is a gift certificate out there for the free introductory session. It is a consultation plus a relaxation hypnosis session, or call me, 763-218-3231. Google on Cindy Lasher. You'll find me everywhere. (laughs) Sounds good. And next month we'll be talking about quitting smoking? Yes, we will. Perfect. I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of people will be tuning in for that one. It's the anniversary of my... It's my father's birthday. was July 1st. And he passed away of lung cancer. So uh, that'll be in honor of him. All right. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you next month. You've been listening to Community In-Depth on AM 1460 KDWA. See clear